0: What up, what up, what up to all my podcast listeners out there? This is a first-generation podcast. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. Greetings, 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 and welcome back to the Life Designers Podcast. I am your host, Robert Bugs,
1: And I am also your host, Donald Perkins.
0: And today we're bringing you another classic episode of the Life Designers podcast. Today we have a very 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 special guest. Her name is Miss Kayla Johnson. Miss Johnson happens to be a graduating senior. Yes, I said that. Graduating senior this May. She is a business administration major with a concentration in marketing. Miss Johnson, we are so happy for you to be here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. So Miss Johnson, I know that today just so happens to be a special day. So I want to start off today by
1: saying happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. We had to do that, we just had to do that, you know
0: man. We did, we did, because you taking the time out to come spend some time with us on your special day, we just really, really appreciate it. Yes. Alright, uh, but today we just want to go ahead and get started, we're just going to get in the interview and we're just going to see how this thing flows. So Ms. Johnson, can you tell us where you're from? Um,
2: so I'm from Gallatin, Tennessee. Uh, I was born in Detroit, Michigan, moved down to Gallatin when I was pretty young. And um, I stayed in Gallatin until I was about 12 in the middle of middle school, and then we moved back to Detroit, Michigan. And then my dad got, like, real sick, so we moved back to Gallatin. And that's where I've been ever since 2015, just back in Gallatin.
0: Okay. So, yeah, okay. hometown Detroit. but What up, though? I yeah, I know Detroit. Detroit, <laughs> D, Coney Island, you know, all that yes. good stuff. Now, let me ask you this. What do you consider home? Do you consider Detroit or Gallantown?
2: Um, my definitely Detroit.
0: Okay. <laughs> just,
1: you know what <laughs> Uh Detroit people, they really stick by Detroit. Like, they Detroit to the heart. Yeah. So, I guess that's what we're finding out now today. Now, me being
0: from Memphis, Tennessee, I find it uh, unique that me and Detroit people, we get along great. That's like, really it's true. something about that Detroit and Memphis connection we met you very well. Definitely, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just so for the record, let's just make sure. Ms. Johnson, you're graduating this May, correct? Correct,
2: May where 6th.
1: Are, May 6th, okay, and where are you graduating from? Tennessee State University. Let's give it up for Tennessee State University that's what i'm talking about those tigers those tigers how does it feel
2: amazing um you know i did not think that i would come this far so it's really just shocking to me that i've made it this far and i'm gonna walk
1: that stage so yeah. uh, you know you gotta turn up
2: now oh most definitely y'all yeah, gonna yeah. see me <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's been a journey yeah it has
2: it's been a
0: long journey Wow. So, so, question, Ms. Johnson, who inspired you to attend college? Was there anyone who inspired you to go to college? And if so, who was it?
2: Um, no, it was definitely my parents. Um, you know, they both wanted to in the past and, you know, just really couldn't get on track with themselves. And, you know, they really pushed for me to do it. And But they wanted to push their, like, you know, this is what we want for you, but you do what you feel. And I was like, why not? Like, why not try it? So, I just... Originally, I was going to go to the Army and then get a degree, but then after I swore into the Army, I found out I was pregnant, so I was like, ah, can't go there, so I immediately just enrolled in school, and I've just been sticking towards it ever since. No breaks. (laughs) Okay.
1: Wow, that's good. I guess, uh, you know, you had another plan. Did that plan just come into play, or... Did you just take some time? Did you talk to anybody? Was there anybody around to kind of guide you during that particular time And what you found out, okay, at this moment, okay, wow, my, my plans of going into the military, you know, uh, have been, you know, halted or put on the back burning. Was there anybody who guided you, any counselor, any, any support system of any sort that helped navigate you during that particular process?
2: Well, it was really just my parents and my older brother, um, you know, they just let me know that they were there regardless of my decision on whatever I did, and I know I wanted to make myself proud, but I really didn't want to let them down. Like, they've always been there, um, and they just really was just letting me know it's whatever I want to do, and that they're still going to be in my corner, so, but, but mostly my dad, um. You know, it was very hard for him to hear that his baby girl is pregnant about to graduate high school. And he was just upset at first, but so understanding and just giving me that love that I needed at the time. So really, he was just my backbone.
1: Shout out to Pops. Shout Shout out to Pops. Pops. Fathers matter. They really do. Fathers matter. Fathers do matter.
0: So let me ask you this. You being a unique freshman at Tennessee State uh, University, when you arrived on campus, uh, were there any services or resources that you, you know, immediately connected with on campus? You no. Know, so
2: actually, when I applied to Tennessee State, uh, just because I was going to be a freshman and I was pregnant, um, I can't not remember the lady I spoke to. But we kind of just agreed that maybe I should transfer back so I can get the campus field. Um So. I didn't come at first. I went to Ball State and did all my general courses. Graduated there, then came back to Tennessee State. So I've only been back here since fall of 2021.
1: Wow, that's good, is it? I mean, uh, just having that particular guidance to say, okay, let's go back to Ball State. Let's get, the, let's get our uh, mostly general classes, right? Yes. Get those out of the way, those first two years of classes, right? And graduated from there, correct? Correct. So let's give it up that you finished that particular journey. Then after that, you said that you did what you came over to Tennessee State. Can you uh, elaborate a little bit more on that?
2: So um, my last semester at Ball State, um, I reached out to Tennessee State. And at the time, I was speaking to Ms. Trina Barksdale and you know she was we were going over my credits she was letting me know that everything was going to roll over and she helped me through the application process like it was the smoothest process ever i had no hassle at all um, probably because i emailed her so many times but she was definitely doing her thing keeping me up to date and then after i was accepted in may i started that following semester fall semester in august and I've just been here ever since, going semester to semester. This It only took me five semesters to finish out the rest of the degree.
1: Whoa! Now that's good. That is good. That's focus. Yeah. Major accomplishment. Five semesters. I want to ask you one thing. Was those five consecutive semesters? Yes. Five consecutive Wow, it. let's give it up, though. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, to see you come in with the plan and do what you had to do, we had to give that up to you because, hey, you know, that means that you're on a mission. And we just want to give you your flowers for doing what you had to do and staying focused.
0: Absolutely. And just speaking of flowers, let's do a quick shout out to Ms. Trina Boxdale. She's one of the hard-working university employees we have here who just does her due diligence to help
1: keep this university running. Shout out, Ms. Trina Boxdale. Shout out to Ms. Trina Boxdale. And everybody who works over there in her department as well, who helps students and go beyond and above uh, the call of duty to make sure the students get what they need. Okay. So after
0: getting to TSU, how often would you say you met with an advisor during the semester?
2: Me and Ms. Martina had a call probably once a month, but if not more, um, I was one of those students that were just blowing her email up, and she was very patient with me, but I was just very concerned. I was like, I'm just trying to make sure I'm on track, let me know if I'm, because I was doing my own schedule at the time, and she was just letting me know that everything was working out. So definitely was Martito, we were, we were locked
0: in. <laughs> Let's do it one more time. Let's give another shout-out to a hard-working university employee, Miss Martina. Your work does not go unnoticed, and we thank you
1: yes 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 you know we have so many uh hard working diligent you know employees staff members faculty support who really put in the work and just to hear you just you know uh, talk about the people who've helped you along the way which is so important and i just want to i'm saying this because now you know Uh, as we you know think about that and we think about some of the things that help connect this person to a university Uh, most of the time it's relationships and that's what it seemed like to me what helped you and i just want to ask you a question how important was it to feel a sense of belonging uh on campus when you arrived
2: um it was very important to me since i didn't get to get those first two years here so i felt like coming in like I was starting over fresh, so I felt as if I was a freshman and actually I was a junior, so it, I really felt like, you know, Kayla, well, you're going to have to get yourself out there, talk to these people, let them know that you're serious about it and, you know, it was very just, it was just amazing how they were so quick to accept me, even though I was a transfer student, they understood why, you know, I couldn't start off at first. I never got any judgment or bashment, it was just, it was perfect, like, I've seen other students not have, you know, great experience, but I can't I can't speak on that. I've had nothing but great experience here. So I really appreciated all the faculty. I've never had a bad professor. They've always listened. Um, never gave me any treatment, although I would have, expect, you know, appreciated it, but, you know, they would just let me know, like, this is my job, this is your job as a student. As long as we work together, you will get
0: there, and I just really appreciated that. Hey man, another shout out to the faculty and staff of Tennessee State University. Let me ask you this. Now, you're, you're a diligent student anyway, but do you feel like that, that openness or that welcome welcoming that uh, the university had, do you, do you think that it had any effect to your success here?
2: Most definitely. Uh, you know, no one knows what you have going on outside of school. They only see when you are here. But when I would come to school, it was kind of like my escape place. So it's like, when I came here, even with the students, like, you know, they, nobody knew me here. But immediately accepted uh, teachers, willing to work with me, advisors, willing to listen and sit down with me. Like, I felt welcome any place that I stepped into. Even the library. (laughs) I went in there for a t-shirt. And, like, you would think that me and that student knew each other. And the way he just talked to me, is like, I just felt like every person I encountered with, is like, they were speaking to me as if, like, they came up with me through yeah. all my struggles, and they knew exactly what I was going through. And it's like, they didn't know any of that, but they were always touching deep. That's why I just love coming up here. Right.
0: That's a blessing for you to have had that type of experience. So that's, 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 that's a really, really good thing. I'm oh, on TSU, definitely.
1: Yes. Do you think that uh, to just 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 thinking about and, and I think you went into it a little bit how important it is for students to uh, feel a sense of connectivity or a sense of belonging and why 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 does that matter in the student success?
2: Um, I think it matters most um, just from a mentality standpoint. Um, I feel like everyone should feel connected wherever they go you know this is people's lifestyles you know people come miles away they're starting over and you know yeah you're here to get an education but you're also here to meet with people create relationships that's going to last a lifetime and i feel like you know that should be important that should be top education but relationships as well you know getting to know people opening up figuring yourself out even more so, like, that's, that's
0: definitely important to me. That was a great response because, uh, you know, here with the U First project, we focus on the student from a holistic point of view. So we're not only, you know, aiming for you to, you know, have great success in the classroom, but we also want you to be uh, a whole person. We want you to succeed successfully. I mean, socially, mentally, you know, spiritually even, but, you know, academics, are definitely important, but we at the U First Project definitely, definitely, definitely have a focus on the whole student, and we know that the experience is more than just the classroom. Definitely is. Okay, so let me ask you this: If there was a checklist or a list of things you could uh, to name or, or say a student needs, what are several things you think a student needs in order to have a successful semester? Let's
2: see. Patience, um, um, you cannot just come into the semester thinking everything is going to go exactly how you want it to be. You have to have patience, um, time, um, you cannot rush things. I know a lot, a lot, and even myself. <laughs> we love to put things off until the last minute. You cannot do that. Your really driving covers on you at the end. So, you know, you cannot procrastinate. You cannot do it. You know, will happen. Um, let's see, you have to be open um, for any outcome. You cannot expect, you know, the greatest if you're not giving it your all. So that's that's a big thing. I know a lot of students think, okay, it's an semester. oh, I'll pass. The teacher messed with you. Me. No, the teacher is not gonna, you know, give you that leeway if they don't see you at least try, attempting yourself. So you know, you have to you cannot just come in and think, Oh, it's college, you know, this is your life, you know, you have to take this serious. You can have plenty of fun, but just knock off the work this there. Like just get it done and then try to have fun. You know, I didn't I didn't get to do a lot of things on campus, so um, you know, I do not regret that, but definitely just try to make way. Like knock out your schoolwork, meet people, figure out, you know, what you're into and then go about it that way.
1: Thank you for those points. Um, did you pick those up along the way?
2: Definitely along the way. Um, when I first started TSU, I was working 40 hours on top of being a full time student. So I kind of had to balance work and life and on top of being a mom at a three-year-old. So I couldn't, you know, do some of the things that I have picked up on. But um, to students who, you know, do have that time, like I do recommend that they do that. Because it's it's not easy, <laughs> you know, having to work so much, make sure you stand on top of your the schoolwork, then you, know, you have you know have a child looking up to you, having to provide for them. So, you know, for someone who doesn't have, you know, all the extra going on and just focus on school like hey, make it work a while. Like do everything you can create all those memories. Because once we graduate,
1: you know, it's on to the next big thing. I, I think I, I think just hearing you say that is the fact that you maximize, it, if I want to say. Uh, am I saying that right? You, you maximize your time. I do. You know, between work, I heard you say work, school, and being a parent. Yes, definitely. You know,
2: my days are hectic. <laughs>
1: and I hate you say it like, me, I took advantage of everything, all the resources here on campus.
2: I definitely took advantage. Um, that's why I would just always apologize when I would, you know, reach out so much. And that's why I was always so grateful that, you know, it didn't bother them. They were glad that I were reaching out and letting them know exactly what I was trying to do. And so that's why I would always be grateful. I never had any professor or advisor turn me down away from time. If they didn't know an answer, they definitely got back to me. So that's why I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that. Shout
1: out to that. You know, it sounds to me like you had, you had an awesome experience here at TSU.
2: I've had a great experience. Um, you know, I started Fall of 21 that semester, really put me in the door let me know exactly what I needed to do to continue on. And then that second semester, everything was going good. And boom, I found I'm having another baby. <laughs> so I really started to panic, um, and like I let my professors know immediately, and they were like, "Just do what you can. If you need any help, definitely let us know." And there's been several times I've had to, you know, do it after Zoom call with the professor to really understand, you know, the material to make sure that I don't fall behind. And I was really grateful for that because I was pregnant spring of twenty twenty two, summer of twenty twenty two, and the part of fall twenty twenty two. So to go those three semesters being pregnant and all my professors just being there for me, like that was that was definitely heavy on me. Like I really appreciated that.
0: So you have a newborn at home.
2: Yeah, she's six months. Okay, wow. congratulations. congratulations.
0: Congratulations on that. Okay, so let me let me ask this, and you may have answered it in so many words, but let's just let's just see if we can make it a different word. So, while matriculating through undergrad, was there ever a time when you experienced challenges in the classroom, and what did you do to overcome those challenges or setbacks? Um, definitely. Uh, I was it was my my hardest
2: class. I just cannot understand the material. And it was crazy to me because the professor, I could tell that he was so passionate about what he was teaching. But for some reason, I just could not understand it. So um, luckily, I just kept receiving emails from the school like tutoring, 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 tutoring. And I finally decided to give it a shout out. And I tried it, and that tutor that I had, I was able to understand everything that my teacher was teaching. It was just, the way that he was relaying it, it's like he was telling me exactly what I needed to do, but I was able to understand it. And after meeting with him and tutoring and going back to the class, I'm like, okay, well, this is what he means. Like, I was able to put it together. So, I'm just glad that the email, like, the school can, they kept sending tutoring emails. Like, I was like, oh my, the the semester had just begun, and they were already sending them. And I'm like, no one needs tutoring right now, but they were just letting you know that like, we are here. Like, they have so many people in so many different classes that are just ready to tutor you at any moment. And I just really appreciate that. Like, I was able to hop on Zoom, and it was so convenient for me, uh, you know, and then I started to see other students from our class, and I'm thinking I'm the only one who don't understand it because, you know, people are speaking, you know, they're understanding, but, like, to just to see, you know, I have other people, like other students there as well. Like, that made me feel really good that I just wasn't not understanding what was going
0: on. Right. Right. So, no one likes to be the only person in the boat. So, for confidentiality reasons, I won't ask you the professor's name, but what class was it?
1: It was
2: basic algebra. Oh, gosh. That's why I was so confused. It's basic math. I'm thinking, you know, I know everything. I was really good at math, especially in high school. And then I come to college. This is the lowest math you could take, and I didn't understand anything. And it was so mind blowing. But he was—he was definitely a great professor, though. He's probably one of the best teachers I've had, just because. The way that he would teach, you could tell, like, he really enjoyed what he was doing. Like, he was not just doing this to be doing it. He enjoyed teaching math. So that's just, I love that every teacher I have come across, they have enjoyed their job. I've never had a teacher who just, up there, just because they're getting paid to
0: do it. Like, they actually enjoy what they're doing. Okay, so on a scale of one to five, what would you give his Rate My Professor rating? Oh,
2: I gave him a five. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It wasn't his fault that I wasn't able to grasp it. it. I don't, I don't, I don't blame him for that. You know, other kids in his size, you know, they were able to grasp it immediately. So maybe that—that's why I did reach out to the tutoring. So he was—he was a great professor, very understanding. Uh, he knew that I was trying. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely gave him a five. I haven't rated any professor badly. <laughs>
1: okay. And well, I'm, I'm very saw- honest. Real. Why are you on that same? What would you say to other students who feel at this moment a little timid uh, about going to tutoring or a little bit uh, hesitant or about attending tutoring? What is it that you feel like you would tell them? Or is there anything that you would tell them, the ones who or contemplating going to tutoring or waiting until the mid-semester to start tutoring or um, avoiding those emails of tutoring and then they now they're in a situation or that type. What, what would you tell them about, you know, when they get those emails for tutoring or if they need that support help, if you can just speak into the mic and, and talk to them? Um, I would definitely tell them, um, you know,
2: you're not the only one. Who is feeling this way And you know the school is reaching out to you Because they don't want you to feel like You know you have all this pressure on you That means that's their job You know you do have professors who That's their job to teach you But then you also have this university To also make sure that you are learning Here as well So um, you know Take the risk You know try the tutoring You know if it doesn't work out You know keep reaching out Don't give up Don't wait until the last minute. Do not wait until the last minute. Um, You know, I've told plenty of students, you are coming here to get a degree. It's not going to be handed to you. You have to work for it. So you cannot expect, you know, this is not kindergarten. They're not going to hold your hand. And how can you expect someone to work hard for you if you're not working hard for yourself?
0: Message. Like, there was, yes. That was perfect. That was perfect, Ms. Johnson. What stood out to me, what you said, was do not wait till the last minute. So when there are two weeks left in school, students don't, don't begin to try to be frantic. You know, we, we need more than two weeks to earn an A in, in a semester course. So please take to heed to what Ms. Ms. Johnson said about that. And also that it's okay to need help. Like these services are here to support you. And you're not the only one who needs the support. So you should never feel any type of, you know, any type of discouragement about seeking help, especially when it's there,
1: you know, to to aid your success. Shout out to Pass Tutoring. Let's give a shout out to Pass Tutoring. Yes, yes, yes. And Dr. Lee and so many other tutoring platforms I can't even name, you know, there's tutoring in Boswell since we're on it. And we can name so many of this tutoring in this building uh, as well. The learning support building, plenty of tutoring on the first floor. Uh, There's math tutoring and on the third floor. You have the writing center, so there's plenty of tutoring. So as Ms. Uh, Kayla said, do not wait
2: until the last
1: minute. Say it again.
2: Do not wait until the last minute.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Okay, let's let's change it up a bit. Let's get into Kayla. So Miss Johnson, if you have a motto that you live by, what is that motto? Um,
2: definitely that there's always tomorrow. Um so I set high goals for myself every day and if I can just achieve one of them, then I can move the rest till tomorrow. As long as I do one, I'm alright. It's okay. <laughs>
0: I I love tomorrow. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. um, Do you have a memory of being a first generation student uh, and what may have surprised you that you thought that you may have all that you knew, you know, about college? Like, I came to college expecting or knowing that it would be like this. And when I came, I was shocked and surprised by it.
2: Um. Let's see, I came to college thinking that it would be like very frustrating, uh, but it was very shocking. Uh, really, the culture here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just seeing meeting seeing and meeting so many different people. I didn't expect that. You know, it's the HBCU. So, but there's so many different types of people here mm-hmm. and they come from so many different you know backgrounds so that was very shocking to me like I I had students who came from Washington State like I'm asking them how did you hear you know about this university like, what made you come all the way from here and they were like why not you know just just meeting students who are willing to take the risk to come here like that was very shocking to you know, a lot of students in Nashville, they do come here, but there are so many students that are not from Tennessee at all that have decided to come here. So like that, that, that was mainly shocking to me. I thought, you know, you live in Tennessee, you better be going to TSU, you know. <laughs> but just to meet so many people from different states, and then. If, I met so many people from Detroit as well. I'm like, oh, besides you from, you know, like that was really that was really great to me to meet so many different people. And like it's just I don't know. I really love this school, like you you can't I don't think you understand how I'm feeling until you actually just come up here and be a part of the greatness. Like, you know, there's so many different organizations, clubs. Um, I see so many people, I didn't, there's so many clubs I didn't even know existed, Mm -hmm. but they put themselves out there, they're not afraid, and you know, they're repping this school and themselves, like, you just just have to come to TSU and find out.
0: I love their response, because I like that the fact that you, you pointed out, and I think everybody knows, is that HBCUs are rich in culture, we're definitely rich in culture, but I love the fact that we're also rich in diversity. So not everyone's the same. You may see a person who's, you know, similar physical characteristics as you, as you, but people are different. We're from all different places. We're from all different backgrounds. So although we're rich in culture, we are definitely rich in diversity as well. So shout out to HBCUs.
1: Yes, everywhere. I want to ask you one question. I want to ask you another question now. I heard a lot that you you talked about. I want to ask you something about uh, this question here. What changed? Your life. What made you focus?
2: Um, definitely my kids. The kids. Um, I was very childish in high school. <laughs> uh, I didn't I decided to do the army because I just didn't take my grade serious. So I was like, Well no college is gonna accept me, you know, at this point. I waited until the last minute
1: in my senior
2: year to finally decide, Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. So then, you know, when I did find out I was pregnant, I was like, Oh, You know, I'm going to have to have a child, you know. I'm going to have to leave that foolishness alone. And, you know, I'm going to have someone looking up to me. So definitely my kids have been my motivation. And they've changed everything about me. I'm not the same person. I'm not the same person that I was a year ago, five years ago. You cannot say you knew me if you knew
1: me in the past. Because you definitely don't know me. That's good. Shout out to
0: your growth. Yeah. Shout out to your growth. Yes.
1: Okay, and I, and I like the way you explained it. You know how, and he, like he just said, um, Bob, Bug said, Robert said, Robert Bug said, uh, how you grew, what made you grow, what made you focus, and so we, are you know, we 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 we're, so we give you a shout out for that. How you say, you know, the growth, you know, in college, in life is supposed to be. And we like the fact that you said, hey, I took the opportunity to grow. So we thank you for that. And somebody hearing this, you know, it's gonna be in your shoes or going through something similar. Uh, They can take something from your message and you're inspiring them to grow.
2: That's definitely the goal. Um, You know, a lot of young females who have a child pretty early Um, you know we definitely have to set our goals to the side and our dreams but i feel like you can conquer everything even with your child you know a child does not set you back you can definitely keep moving you just have to be up for the challenge and don't let anybody or any task knock you
0: down you can definitely do it shout out to the mothers
1: shout out to all the mothers shout out to the mothers the mothers who are doing that thing, the mothers who are working, holding down a job, going to school, you know, juggling several tasks—we gotta give it up for the mothers. Got to. Ms. Johnson. So, just reflecting on your growth,
0: if you could, if you could identify something or notice something. So, mm-hmm. you went to Val State your original freshman year, and then you transferred to Tennessee State your junior mm-hmm. year. But you did say you kind of felt like a freshman. When coming to Tennessee State, do you have any notice in a difference of feelings or pressure or nervousness between that freshman year at Ball State and that junior year at Tennessee State? Were you, were you more confident? Were you less confident? Did you, uh, had you learned any new skills? Like what was the difference in Caleb between entering Ball State and entering Tennessee State?
2: Um, there was a big difference uh, because when I entered Ball State, I was pregnant. So I immediately felt like I did not feel included at all. You know, all these students who just graduated high of school, you know, they're looking at me like, she's pregnant or what is she doing here? So um, I just didn't fit in. But then, you know, I did have great teachers over there and then I started to meet people and, you know, they made it really welcoming for me, even with me having a kid. Um, but then when I came to, TSU like you know no one knew nothing about me I'm not pregnant and it's like I could seen so many different things going on that I wanted to get into but it's like you could tell these people have been knowing each other so I was like uh ah. you know I'm kind of nervous to just put myself out there while I'm still learning stuff about myself but um just meeting people like they were very welcoming like it was like just even in the class you know the first week of class I could tell people knew each other. No, no, I didn't know anybody there. But everybody made me feel welcome and interested in learning, you know, where I came from, that I did have a child, what I like to do. And especially at the time I worked at a shoe store, so I let them know, like, hey, let me know if you need the kicks. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, um, like, it was definitely different feelings, but I would say TSU did not make it hard for me at all.
1: What are some of the changes you've noticed between your freshman year and your sophomore year? Because I know you went to Vaughn State during that particular time. It was your first two years. What was what were some of the changes that you?
2: Realizing people do grow uh, like I was meeting people at first and then seeing how you know how they were the next year. Uh, like that really woke me i was like i was trying to make sure like you know i'm on the right path within myself you know people not doing the same things that they used to do um then just watching people really get into what they're learning about and taking their life serious. like that that was a big change and challenge for me as well
0: okay so what is something you wish all first generation students knew uh when they, came, when they come to college? Like, what's something that you think that all first-gen students should know?
2: That um, you're not the only first-generation student. Um, I know, I mean, even myself, I feel like a lot of kids come here because, you know, they're probably in the same footsteps as their parents or aunt and uncle, but there's a lot of first-generation students, and I just want to let them know, like, you know, applaud yourself for even deciding to come and really just take this opportunity, and uh, that you're not alone. You do have other people out there that are not coming from the same shoes as you, but have kind of went in the same direction as you as well. So definitely that you're not alone. There's plenty of people out here.
0: <clears throat> do you think there's a common struggle among first-gen students?
2: Um, Definitely. Uh, I definitely do think there is a struggle because... They kind of don't have a lot of people to fall back onto when it comes that college route. They don't have the resources in their own village, so I feel like it is a struggle when they do come here. That you know they feel like they don't have a village here on the university, and they really do. They just haven't tapped into it yet. Um, versus other students who do have like family who went to college, you know that they know exactly how to go about it. So. Um,
0: I definitely do think it is. Great, and I just want to thank TSU for, you know, uh, offering the U First Project, sure. you know, a graduation initiative for the success of first-generation students. So sure. when you get to Tennessee State University, you have an entire unit dedicated to helping you guide this journey that, you know, you no one has done before. So shout out to the U First Project. Shout out to the U First Project. So, Ms. Johnson, like I said, we we are just ecstatic to have you here. Uh, you know, we've been asking all the questions and all that good stuff. But is there anything that you just generally want to share with our listeners, or just anything that you want to convey to anybody? If you you know, if you want to give a shout out to anybody, but this is the time that we want to offer the floor to you to do whatever you feel comfortable with doing. Um, definitely.
2: Uh-huh. I definitely want to give a shout out um, not only to TSU but just the business of TSU, uh, all the professors, all the advisors. Um, thank you for if I was a student just for taking the time with me, listening to me, understanding me, and letting me grow by still being there if I needed you. So definitely shout out and um, you know to students. Um, definitely make this work your while. Um, You know, you only get high school, you only get college. So uh, take things serious, um, have fun, use your resources. Don't wait until the last minute and just grow. You're never grown, you're always growing.
1: Amen, amen, yes. yes. I like that, I like that.
0: Well, you're graduating in May. May sixth. May sixth. Everybody you hear that? May sixth. May sixth. What time? Nine A.M. Nine A.M. Ed. Is it gonna be on the lawn or a Gentry? It's gonna be on the lawn. Okay, okay, so good weather. Good weather. Plan for good okay. weather. May sixth, nine a.m. Miss Kayla Johnson will be walking across this stage to obtain her Bachelors of Business Administration with the concentration in marketing. Lastly but leastly, okay. So Miss Johnson. Is there any additional advice that you would give a first-year, first-generation student?
2: Yes. um, Don't be
0: scared. Amen.
2: You have people here in your corner. uh, They're willing to listen to you and work with you. Um, But no one's going to hold your hands. You have to be ready to take that leap of faith and do everything, you know, just trust in the process. But definitely do not give up on yourself. Keep going.
0: You heard it here, straight out of her mouth. Yeah. Don't give up, keep going. Ms. Johnson, I want to thank you today for coming and sharing your story with us. It's very motivating, very uplifting, very empowering, and I just wish you the best in life, and just continue to be great. Yes. Thank you. We would like to thank our wonderful guests for joining us today. We truly appreciate you dedicating your time, knowledge, and enthusiasm with us.
1: To our listeners, make sure that you like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And of course, be on the lookout for the next episode.